Well, hello there, friends, foes, enemies, men, women, children, and undecided genders. It is time for not the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Colbert, or the Jimmy Trevor No Laughs show. You're watching The Right Show. Yes, we come to you each and every week, the right place at the right time. I never know when I'm going to do it because it's highly dependent on my tour schedule. And we just got back from San Jose. We had so much fun in the Bay Area. Little chilly out there, and that's why my voice is halfway gone, which sounds even more sexy. I think you'll agree. Today, it is the end of Nauru, so we will mourn that Persian New Year has come to an end. But Takashi69 gets the old one-two. Biden bumbles a poem, then jokes about the trans shooter in Nashville. City officials are peeing in your water. And... More dark shades of makeup are being stolen than light. That is why today is 50 shades of black or white. Get ready. It's time for The Right Show. Episode 105. Subscribers are up. I've been posting one to two comedy clips every week and a funny disaster prank date hidden camera show every week. And it's getting more notoriety. So thank you. Almost sold out San Jose Improv, which is a huge theater on a Wednesday. So it is working and that's all because of us. And we all know that the right show is a support group for normal people. I want to know this, interact with me a little bit, put a comment, where do you live and where do you want to go for spring break? Now we're here at the end. I'll tell you where I want to go for spring break. I want to go to Tampa for spring break. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. But first, Nebraska, I'll be there tomorrow. Turning Point USA has brought me all over the United States. I thought I would show you what Turning Point USA is all about. Take a look at how the uh, students interact. They're big on freedom of speech. They're called racist, bigoted, sexist, Islamophobic, xenophobic, homophobes, and transphobes. They're called these names, which mean nothing, because they bring the most famous half-Persian comedian to Fargo, and we had a great time. Take a look. Got the baby. Okay, next year we need a bigger photo board. That doesn't even span the whole distance. What? Is this your first comedy show? I think so, yeah. Yes. What's your name and what grade are you at? I'm Blake. I'm a sophomore. Nice. Who's your favorite comedian? I like Chris Rock. Chris Rock and Kevin Hart. So I can be dirty tonight? Sure. What should I know about North Dakota? Um, very flat. <laughs> Everyone knows that, but um, we're all nice. Nice people. Say. So yeah. you'll laugh even if it's not funny? No. <laughs> Why'd you get involved with Turning Point? I found an organization that just likes my values. So what's your favorite thing about Turning Point? Uh, go ahead. Love the people. What events have you had other than comedy? We had Candace We had Candace Oh, yeah. yeah. And? Good or bad? Good. Really good. Awesome. Awesome? Super awesome. So, yeah. so Turning Point brings great people. What do you know about that comedian guy? <laughs> Heard he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's funny. Is it going to be Heard good? How do you know? How do you know? Really good. I'm, I'm expecting good things. Yeah. What kind of jokes do you love? Um, I tend to like a lot, a lot of different things. Yeah. So you're not no. triggered, you're not offended. I never get offended. You need I a safe like space. I know, I'm like, like, like a little, like, little push some buttons. Push some buttons. We can poke the bear. Poke the bear. Poke the bear. We're gonna poke some bears. All right, let's go do this show. She's trying to play a song. That's how we do it. She was trying to play.
play a song and nobody could hear it. That pumped us up. Who feels pumped? pretty funny being called a racist, sexist, bigoted, Islamophobic, anti-black homophobe. And you saw the people at my show were Nigerian, Persian, Muslim, Indian, white, and everything in between. So the radical left is losing ground. They got Chris Rock denying them their safe space. They got Dave Chappelle punching back. I was one of the first to do it years ago before it was cool, back when they could push you out and not work in the famous clubs. But we're coming back, baby. The pendulum, bam, swinging right back into their chin. Did you see me talk to that little girl? She was uh, nine years old, Persian, at my comedy show. And it's a college event. So I thought I was going to do my college set. We changed the show for 200 people because of her. And uh, obviously, when she came up to get a picture, I was the first comedy show she's ever seen. And notice, Joe Biden, I didn't smell her or hold her in close or hold her ears and start petting her hair. I put my hands like this and I fake put my chin. So there was still like two inches of space. And I said, so we got the cute picture, but I'm not manhandling the children. That's something Joe Biden and the radical left can't do because they want the children. They want to smell them, touch them, chop the genitalia, and have fun with them. That's not me. I have boundaries, including fat jokes. Someone once tried to get me to tell fat jokes at a college event. I knew it was a trap. Here's what I said. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to make fun of everybody equally tonight. If I miss your group, yell it out, okay? The last turning point event, one girl goes, make fun of fat people. I said, that's the one group I will not make fun of. I do not do jokes about Lizzo. We are not doing <laughs> No Lizzo jokes. Leave it alone. Someone says, Kayvon, that's because you're not a weirdo like Joe Biden. You will not be smelling the children. No hair sniffing. Kayvon, awesome. And I'm glad the radical left is losing ground. Anytime the radical left loses, uh, we win. That's the bottom line. Now, there were other jokes that were not just about Lizzo or America. This one was a lot of fun, and we helped promote Asians. Give it up for Kayvon. Give it up for the ghetto sound system. She's trying to play a song. How many people, this is your first comedy show you've ever been to, make some noise. Look at all those hands. I promise I'll be the best comedian you have ever seen live, okay? That's my commitment to you fine people. And this is a turning point event. And turning point, I don't care what you've heard, most of it is not true. <laughs> turning point, they just love freedom of speech. Uh, if there was ever a riot, it wouldn't be us doing it, they'd be trying to do it to us. Yeah, it's like we're all in a gang right now, you guys. You know when you go to prison, you have to join a gang for protection? That's what we just did. We're in this together. So pick up a chair, fight them off if they come. They could be right out there. You work on your jujitsu, your taekwondo, right? We got some Asian students here. <laughs> Follow their lead, all right? <laughs> 
Unbelievable. You're doing a college comedy show and I'm telling them to defend themselves if the radical left burst in the door. Now it's Fargo. They're not coming. It's too cold to protest. Uh, they like to protest in Southern California where it's just balmy. The point being, um, I was able to make the joke and they're still kind of hesitant because they've been brainwashed by the radical left not to laugh about cultural jokes. I said, hey, you know, we're gonna, we might have to fight our way out of here. Are there any Asians here? Now, that's hilarious. We might have to fight. Are there any Asians here? They go, <gasps> and I go, okay, we got a couple. Follow their lead. They know how to fight. Yeah, you know, taekwondo, jujitsu, whatever. So that was a lot of fun. And if you want to come be a part of one of these shows, please get on the phone and get your tickets. As Michael Jackson once said, Tampa holds a 1,000 people. We've already sold 220 tickets, so we're 22% sold out. But I want to get to like 70%, 80% sold out. Then they'll start bringing me back and other comedy clubs here about who is this half Persian guy who loves America? That sounds weird. Let's go see him. Tampa, okay. Arlington, Virginia. That's a great theater. You guys got to come bring all the people who are on the moderates or the right. And if you're a group of four, you bring one leftist, that's fine. But don't bring four leftists and you're the only moderate. That's when things go haywire. Leftists are okay as long as they're the minority because then they act like Lady Gaga and they paint their face and put a fruit basket on their head and go to dinner. But if everyone's acting like that and then one guy's doing the accounting and the taxes and one guy's conservative, the country falls apart. Okay, we need one or two Lady Gagas per 100 moderates. Reno, Nevada, Hugoton, Kansas. That is a very cool theater and it's in the middle of the country. Batavia, Illinois, Boca Raton, Naples, Florida, and Las Vegas. If any of those cities sound good to you, here's what you do. Go on www.kvon.tv. Get a ticket, gift a ticket, buy a ticket for a friend or a homeless person, and send them to my show. We'll be back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. Let's get it started and yeah. Now, let's get into this thing. Joe Biden is a complete idiot. We know that. You know that. I know that. Take a look at this. You won't believe it. Joe Biden makes a fool of himself and our entire country when he bumbles a very simple poem, a poem so simple even a kid could read it. I do have to get back to Joe Biden. I've got to show you this full clip of him trying to read an excerpt from a poem. Now, keep in mind, this is a poem that was that he's heard delivered. It was at, delivered at Barack Obama's uh, inauguration, and he's reading it from a teleprompter, and look how well he goes. Richard Blanco uh, returned to a poem he wrote from the second inaugural of Barack and me. A poem, one today, it says, and always one moon like a silent drum tapping at every rooftop and every window on every in, of every county, country. I'm, let me start this over again. <laughs> I'm getting so intimidated by being here. <laughs> And always one moon, like a silent drum, tapping on every rooftop and every window of one country, county, county, all of us facing the stars. Hope, a new constellation, waiting for us to map it, waiting for us to name it together. That, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is the leader of the free world. Mm -mm -mm. We need a Sky News here because they tell it straight, they're funny, they're lighthearted about it, but even they know way down under that Joe Biden is a complete idiot. How embarrassing. Now, can you believe Joe Biden made a joke about the victims of the trans shooter 
Well, he made a joke going into the discussion of it. This is not a time and a place for levity and brevity. Take a look at this idiot with no conscience. Do you believe that Christians were targeted in the natural field? Do you believe that Christians were targeted? I have no idea. Josh Holy believes they were. What are you saying about that? Well, I probably don't then. Probably don't. No, I have no idea. That was a little hard to hear. So they said, Josh Hawley thinks that this was an attack on Christian kids and teachers because the trans mentally disabled shooter went in and targeted the Christian school. Josh Hawley said that. Do you agree? And he goes, well, then I probably don't then. <laughs> Get it? Because I'm a, I'm a Democrat and not a joke. And he's a Republican. So we disagree on everything. No, 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 I'm kidding with you. I have no idea. Watch it. They were. What are you saying about that? Well, I probably don't then. Wow. So he literally made a joke during the discussion of were Christian students targeted specifically by the radical mentally ill trans shooter? And he made a quick little joke. That's something Biden would do. We'll be back with a whole lot more. Takashi me outside. If you don't know who Takashi69 is, he's a rapper that looks like he got his head stuck in a bowl of Fruit Loops. He's wearing Rainbow Bright. He looks like Rainbow Bright went through a garbage disposal. He came out like, ah, Takashi. So he's this crazy rapper and he talks about how he can beat up and kill everybody. And he's a true gangster, even though he looks like he's about five foot four, 119 pounds soaking wet. Well, he got jumped in LA Fitness right in Florida, his hometown. I guess gangsters were pretty sick of him dropping the dime or snitching, as the homies be saying. Take a look at the footage of Takashi69 getting to cash me outside right there in the bathroom. So I couldn't show the whole thing because then YouTube will take my channel down. So you go and look it up. They were wearing Crocs. So it's funny, like even gangsters in the year 2023 are a little softer. If this was the 80s or 90s, it would have been getting stomped with Doc Martin steel toe boots. But in 2023, gangsters roll up in Crocs and give you that nice soft little whack, little pop to your, your rib cage with a little rubber. A little boosty boost, a little padding right there. Maybe Dr. Fauci told them to protect themselves. Well, it makes sense because in Florida, there's a lot of Crocs. Probably not that funny. Let's move right along. A TikToker claims Walmart is racist because of the makeup they locked up. She notices that the lighter tones are not locked, but the darker tones are and she has concluded that means, uh-huh, Walmart is racist. Otherwise, why else would you lock up the darker tones and not the lighter? What do you think the explanation for that is? Take a look. I'm at my local Walmart, and I'm just looking at the makeup section, and I notice this. And I'm looking at the concealers, and, you know, they're all normal. But then once you get down to the darker shades, they have little security tags all over them. But they don't for the lighter colors. 
So Walmart, tell me that you're racist without actually saying that you're racist. I've seen something similar to this, and I believe a CVS or a Walgreens, where everything in the body and like hygiene aisle was put behind security glass, except for sunscreen. Uh, but some might see that as racist. Although I do want to go ahead and point out that I think big corporations and companies and even small businesses keep inventory of what is taken out of the store without being purchased. So if they are putting security tags on darker foundation or leaving everything but sunblock protected, it's probably because those things are being stolen. So... I don't know what else to say. We love her. Um, she's got a very interesting name. Look her up. I think it's like Amalia Ika Kenobi. I mean, it, I'm going to apologize because if she sees this, I'll feel bad. But she is fantastic. And she tells it straight. They don't put security tags on the darker makeup because they hate black people. They just invented that. It's just these darker tones keep going missing. And Walmart has to protect what's going out the door. It's not sunscreen. Okay, it's not the blonde hair extensions, and it is not the ivory foundation. It's that mocha, that chocolate, and that charcoal. We'll be whole, coming right back with a whole lot more Right Show if I'm not canceled by the time this break is over. Kentucky says no to transtastic behavior. I'm going to tell you what's going on in Kentucky. They just passed a big law and then Democrats tried to stop it. And then they just vetoed their uh, chance to knock the thing out of the way. And now it's going through. So here's what's going on here. All right. Let me see if I can pull it up. Kentucky GOP lawmakers pass anti-trans bill. Now, we all know when something calls it anti-trans, that is not what it is. Okay. Here's what the bill says. The bill says, stop teaching young, impressionable minds that this is an available option to them. You introduce to a four and five-year-old that, hey, if you don't want to be a girl, you could be a boy. Oh, you don't be a boy, you could be a girl. And five-year-olds, they want to be Spider-Man, Batman, Superman. They want to be in the Olympics one day. They want to be the president of the United States. Young people just dream it all up. They want to do it all. And as you get older, you realize you suck at almost everything and to just stay in your lane. So we cannot allow children to make lifelong decisions. We don't let them go to the, what if a four-year-old goes, I wanna go to the war and shoot people, bang, bang, in Russia. Do you say, well, we gotta honor the child, put them on a tank and let them go boom, boom and go beep, beep. No, you say, okay, yeah, one day you're gonna go to war. You're gonna be tough, yeah. Knowing 95% of us are not gonna do such a thing. Okay, you got a little Chinese kid. One day I'm gonna be LeBron James. Oh, I slam dunk the ball so hard. He will learn when he never gets past five five that he will not be LeBron James, or as he would call it, Rebron James. And he's not gonna slam dunk the ball unless they lower the rim. It's fine. You come to accept reality as you get older. So Kentucky says no transing the kids. All right, you cannot. Cut it off. But you can tuck it. Get it? Can tuck it. You can, can tuck it up and duct tape it to your butthole. But don't slice it until you're old enough to splice it. That's what we're talking about. If you think that's anti-trans, put it in the comments. If you agree with me, say, Kayvon, what is this? A support group for normal people? 
Is the word for shizzle my nizzle offensive? I want you to vote in the comments because a woman has lost her job simply for saying for shizzle my nizzle. I couldn't believe it myself. She's an old lady. We know Snoop Dogg says that in a song. We all love the song. We've all paid big bucks. Every time the song comes on the radio, a black man gets richer. For shizzle my nizzle. And so this lady heard it. She saw Snoop with Martha Stewart and she thought she could end her new segment with for shizzle my nizzle. Not knowing that Snoop says nizzle to replace the N word. And now she's basically saying the N word by proxy. Take a look. See if she's guilty of racism and hate. I'm up with. I think that'd be pretty cool. Before we know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? Huh. Huh, she says. <laughs> <laughs> well, get this. Now keep your eye on this guy. You can see the picture, like the picture here. He knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows that the hammer's about to drop. I am super curious what Snoop Dogg would say. <laughs> I would love to know Snoop Dogg's perspective on this. Because look, from my perspective, I care most about intent, right? Like intent is the biggest thing. And so if somebody's trying to be hurtful, if they're purposefully trying um, to be over the top and to make people uncomfortable and to like press buttons in the wrong way, that's a different story. Then you look at that and you go, it doesn't need, you know, the specific words might not even matter in a situation like that. The intent itself could be a, a bigger faux pas, a bigger issue, you know, crossing a, a clear line. But with this, I mean, this is just like an old white lady who, who doesn't know what to say or how to act or what's socially acceptable, you know? And I don't think she meant any harm by it. So I'm definitely inclined to, to give her a pass. She can't say for shizzle my nizzle. I oh, guess, I guess because nizzle is a derivative of Yes. I, I, I'm saying that in context. I didn't mean to say no, it. No, you said it. You no, said that. I said I'm not no. using that word. You already did. But you I was using did. it in context. That's why. I don't know if, if that's fireable. I don't think she have been fired. Because she didn't choose. It's for shizzle, my nizzle. She might not she even know what nizzle means, yo. I'm not, like, come on. We got to, like, stop, man. That's not a reason to fire that woman, yo. No, she's been fired. For shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> so do you nizzles agree that she should be fired for saying that? Now, I'm Persian, so I'm not even considered white, but we all know that if a black guy wants to rap the song, sing the song, sell us the song, make money off the song, have Martha Stewart goof around with her and call her for shizzle my nizzle. And then one white lady says it. If you claim that hurts your feelings, you are a liar. You're just trying to use some sort of power. And we were all told, please don't say this one word with the hard ER. That's all we ask. Why can't white people stop saying it? Okay. They stopped. But you know who didn't stop? The BLM community. They then started saying it with the ER and the A. And they don't say it to build each other up. They say it while they're shooting out the car window to kill each other. Or they're at McDonald's punching each other in the face, calling them nizzlers. Now, next it gets even worse, okay? Now you can't say the ER, the A, or nizzle. Because now it's not about the word anymore. It's just about you don't get to talk. We want to talk. We want to own stuff. Stop trying to own words, own stocks, bonds, and real estate so your community can do better. This word, you can't cash it. You can't go to the bank and get a loan on the word. So just stop owning words. But for my white people, I'm Persian. I can say whatever I want. But white people, you have to now not even say anything with an N. You can't even say night because the word night has N-I-G in it. Okay? That's a bad word too. Now, here's what I recommend you say. For Sizzler, my Twizzler, 
we're going to be allowed to say for Sizzler, my Twizzler for about a month or two before BLMers figure out what we're saying. And that's going to be off limits as well. So enjoy the Sizzler and the Twizzler while you still can. Tell me if you agree in the comments or if you hate me, put all your racist hate comments in the section below so that we can argue about it. That's what you do on social media. Let's see what you said in the comments. You can't say neighbors because it's N-E-I-G and that could be pronounced wrong. Yes, yes, give the old lady a break. Yes, Martha Stewart could make a sizzler twizzler dish and everyone could get along. People are saying their favorites are James O'Keefe, Benny Johnson, and me, Kayvon. That is a great lineup. That is the Mount Rushmore of fun guys who have the same haircut as Ellen DeGeneres. We love that. All right, let's keep this party train choo, choo, moving. NAACP advises blacks not to go to California. Now, if you don't know what's going on in California, it is spring break out there. And the BLMers are spring breaking everything. They're breaking into cars, breaking into yogurt land, and breaking a window near you. Take a look at NAACP finally begging them to stop going to Florida, not to stop the violence, just stop going because they know if they stop going, the violence will stop. ACP Florida chapter is telling black people, quote, don't come to Florida. They're seeking permission from the national headquarters to issue a travel advisory to our state. This travel advisory comes as a slew of state bills are targeting race and gender identity, and they're moving through the legislature. NBC2 story Kinley spoke to Lee County's NAACP leaders about the message this sends to tourists, which is the lifeblood of our economy. We are going to educate the people about Florida and what Florida is doing to black people's that no black person should want to voluntarily come and be subjected to it. James Muakil is the president of the Lee County chapter of the NAACP. He was at the Florida NAACP conference in Orlando this weekend. They voted unanimously to bring this travel advisory recommendation to the national organization. He says this is designed to keep more black Americans from visiting or moving to Florida. That's what we're saying to them. Don't come into racism. Stay away from it. James says there are multiple Florida bills that negatively affect black Americans, including ones against critical race theory and not allowing felons the right to vote. They hope this travel advisory will make voters think twice about voting for Governor Ron DeSantis if he runs for president. We want to educate the voters for the 2024 election. By blacks not coming, then that's not on the NAACP shoulders. That's on the governor's shoulder. Recently, DeSantis criticized what high schoolers would be taught in an advanced placement high school African-American studies class. The college board stripped the planned curriculum weeks later. People visiting Fort Myers have mixed feelings about this proposed travel advisory, like Katie Bonner from Iowa. No, I think that is a political um, strategy that I think is the opposite of what this country was founded on. But it's certainly, I don't see Florida it would be the friendliest place to, for uh, diverse uh, people of diversity to come to. Uh, Bill and Mary Kay Holmes from Chicago agree with the NAACP's move. Well, I think the NAACP is probably on the right on the right track as far as uh, where they're coming from. The national NAACP will meet in May to discuss and vote on this request. I'm reporting local in downtown Fort Myers. Tori Kinley, NBC. 
If you want to get a stupid idea that does not work, just ask a white liberal from Chicago what to do. Then you will have one of those ideas. Uh, the point is, this guy said NAACP should warn black people not to go to Florida because it's not safe. It's not safe because of the spring breakers all supporting BLM who are down in Florida right now. So Florida agrees. Don't come. Stay safe in Baltimore, Detroit, Mississippi, Missouri, and the ghetto near you. We'll be back with a whole lot more Right Show. Remember, stay away from Florida. Don't come. Speaking of NAACP, we saw a city worker pee in the water supply. I couldn't believe my eyes. This guy knew what he was doing. He saw the camera that monitors the stream of water that goes in for the whole city. He moved the camera up, didn't move it enough today. He probably does this weekly, maybe every time he has a coffee. And he peed in the city water supply. You wouldn't believe it unless I showed you. So here we go. Louisiana employee, government worker, decided to relieve himself inside of the water supply. Put it up full mass. This is a damn shame. Louisiana government employee caught on camera uh, urinating in the city's water supply. Yeah, he wants somebody to drink that. He has now been fired and is facing criminal charges. 57-year-old government employee has been arrested and charged with multiple felonies after he was allegedly caught on camera doing the do in the city's water supply on at least two separate occasions. There may be more. Michael Mastin an employee at a water supply treatment plant in Donaldsville was taken into custody last week, charged the two counts each of contaminating water, contaminated water supplies and criminal damage to critical infrastructure, right? You see uh, his getaway walk right here uh, after he engaged in the alleged criminal activity. In surveillance camera footage obtained by Baton Rouge NBC affiliate WVLA-TV, the now former city employee appears to walk out of an office located behind a large pool field with water surrounded by yellow guardrails with three control panels affixed to the front rail. A man appearing to be master walks toward the security camera, which is positioned to capture the control panels, water pool, and office door. and repositions it upwards so the pool is no longer visible. The man then walks over to the rail and appears to unzip his fly and urinate in the pool, looking over at the camera several times before re-zipping his fly and walking back into the office. He returns from the office about 30 seconds later and places the camera back in its original position to include the pool in the shot again. Now, I want to remind everybody, um, not only was it not the place to do the do, uh, he didn't wash his hands, which, in my opinion, should be another charge. Walking around the damn office, shaking hands, nasty as hell. Oh, we should just be very thankful he didn't have to go number two. As you know, someone peeing in the water supply 
is a horrible person, a domestic terrorist. It's tampering with your health, your well-being, your food, and your safety. So I was asked by a, a very beautiful young lady. She said, Kayvon, it seems to me you're always pointing out when black people do stupid things and break laws. How come you never point out stupid white people? She actually said that. I said, listen to me. I make fun of Joe Biden more than any other person in the world. What color is he? She goes, white. I go, what about Nancy Pelosi? White. What about Dr. Anthony Fauci? She goes, he's white too. I go, that's right. What about Colin Kaepernick? We don't even know what color he is. Okay. Bubba Wallace is half white. Lewis Hamilton, half white. So people are stupid of all different colors. But I wanted to share that video because let me tell you why. We don't care about your color on the right show. We want to know if you're right or wrong. And this gentleman, I have no problem saying the white guy, Mr. IP Freely, needs to go to jail at the very least. So when she said, why does the right show point out stupid black criminals all the time when whites do it too? There's a reason we have to highlight black crime on this channel more than any other. The first reason is whites don't pretend like they don't do crime. You never heard me say, white people don't ever do crime, all black people do. No, but black people pretend we didn't do nothing. They will say that all the time. Two, whites don't say stop snitching in the ghetto or in our homes. We don't whisper to each other, hey, you heard about the guy who peed in the water? Nobody tell on him, dude, don't be snitching. But not find out nobody snitched on IP freely. No. Whites love snitching. That's one of our favorite things to do. I'm Persian. I'm not even white, but I'll just join the whites on that. I will snitch on you if I see you do. And if I even think you're up to something, I'm telling on you. If you lose your key fob, I will bar the door so you cannot come in my gym. Even if I saw you in here yesterday, who are you? Get out. Number three, when a white gets arrested, other whites don't say they didn't do nothing. They go, he probably did it. Number four. Whites don't lie and say, hands up, don't shoot. Or in this case, hands up, didn't pee. Michael Brown was a criminal who robbed convenience store owners, attacked the police, but his lying black friend said, he didn't do nothing. He had his hands up and was begging the cop, please don't shoot me. And a cop just shot him because the cop hate the black man. Then forensics came in and they saw Michael Brown's DNA was on the gun. The cop was fighting for the gun. The bullet went in in a charging. The guy didn't have his back in his hands. The bullet went in the shoulder at the stomach level and went into his stomach. And the other bullet went in his hand and in his head because he was charging at the cop who went boom, boom, boom. Number five, white celebrities won't demand every person in America change their social media page to reflect the P-man. That's what they would do for Floyd. Floyd did drugs, Floyd robbed people, Floyd was unemployed, Floyd was hanging with his posse instead of with his daughter. Floyd did 40 things wrong, but now I gotta change my Instagram page to reflect George Floyd. If I don't put a black square, I'm an a-hole. No. And whites don't make a statue for PP Man, or in this case, a very decorative fountain. You know how they do with the fountain? And then the P's coming? That'd be nice. Seven, if the cops happened to stumble upon this white man while he was peeing, they would knock him down and beat him down 
and whites would celebrate his demise on camera. Whites would root for the cops. Those are my top seven reasons why we must highlight BLM crime, which is running rampant and no news media will really talk about it. So the right show has to put a spotlight. Tell me if you agree or are you pro IP freely? I wanna know which side you're really on. We have come to the fun part of the show. Now, I want you to order the new one-hour comedy special on KayvonComedy.com. This is a clip that just came out today. Came out today because other people are thinking of similar jokes, and I want to make sure you guys know I came up with it first. Take a look at how I think telemedicine goes for the ladies. Not everyone can just work from home. My doctor doesn't want to meet with people anymore. He wants to do telemedicine. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Telemedicine? That's what he tried to do. It was time for my physical. He sent me a link. I go, now what? He goes, grab your own balls and cough. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> did you know, ladies, did you know that's what happens in a men's physical? They got to grab, yeah, $400 a month. Once a year, they grab you, go, <clears throat> and they go, you're fine. We'll see you next year. What? That's the best technology we have to know if I'm healthy? What do doctors do for women with telemedicine? Your physical's different. Do they have you just hover over the laptop or something? Just let's see what's going on, right? Let's just see. Let's get a good... That doesn't work. There's not enough light. She can pull out a ring light. <laughs> And you know how girls are, they put a filter so it looks cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, put a filter. The worst one would be the dog ears and the tongue that just keeps coming. <laughs> hey, I hope you liked that joke. See, that's what we do on The Right Show. We don't just sit here and wallow in the negativity of the news. We know it's there, but we also bring laughter and levity to the situation. Now, I was very impressed with some of the super chats we got tonight. If you don't know what a super chat is, somebody can just donate money. It's a tip in the bucket. Keeps this show rolling. We have D Vate MR2. Sounds like a Star Wars character. Threw $2 in my pool right here and said, you know, don't pee in the pool. But you know what? $2, that's a number two. You just number two in my pool of tips. Thank you. Uh, we also have, let's not forget, another $2, but this was great. Helen Tran throwing in $10. Thank you so much. Shout out. Love that. Helps me pay for a lot of things uh, that help keep this show running, including a brand new camera, which I got, but I can't figure out how to plug it in to the MacBook. So I'm using the old one. We have Lisa Birch who let the birch out. Thank you for the tip in the bucket. Appreciate it. And of course, the biggest tip of them all today was from Sugar Dad. Sugar Dad, and everyone say thanks, Sugar Dad. Give him a shout out for me. Threw in a $100 tip. Wow. Now I know what it's like to be a woman. A lot of women have sugar daddies where they have a little arrangement where a man will just kind of give them a couple hundred dollars and they see him once a month and that pays for their rent. And now I have a feeling like I'm kind of doing that on this channel but Sugar Dad is not allowed at my house to give me the money. All right, with that said, it is time to show you some of my original and my initial TV appearances. This was called MTV's Disaster Date. It was a prank dating show, and I played the part of a very annoying, well, you'll see, I annoy the girl a lot. That's it. Today I'm playing Riley, a guy who is obsessed with infomercial products. I even have one of my own, and when I demonstrate it on this date, it's going to go haywire. Perfect. Can we get some more water, too, whatever? Yeah. Thank you. That's all right. So what did you do today? You woke up. I woke up kind of late. I always wake up. What did you do? Oh, I'm sorry. 
It's all right. Don't worry about it, man. I got something for that. This is the chamois whammy. All you need to do is put this right here. Look how quickly it soaks. I'm not even touching it. Are you seeing this, Randy? Yeah. Look at this. I didn't even touch. And then look, it's got it all there. It doesn't even drip. So, and I don't normally do this, but if you buy one, I'll give you eight free today. Buy one and you can get eight free today. Where do you find a deal like that other than the right show? It just doesn't exist. Hey, we just got another tip in the bucket. Thank you so much, Millennium Man, keeping me alive as the radical left tries to cancel me just for telling the truth. It is not allowed. If you want to make a conservative or a moderate person angry, lie to them. And if you want to make a leftist angry, irate, and totally emotional, tell them the truth. That's all we have for The Right Show this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Please keep leaving comments. I'm going to be checking them while we play the outro music. You can go on caveoncomedy.com slash newsletter. See when we're doing these shows. Come to the events. I give away one free comedy club a ticket to a comedy club every month to anyone who subscribes to the newsletter. We're at 11,000 subscribers now. So think about how many tickets that is. Visit your podcast provider. Give me five stars because I tell truth through comedy. And I'm waking America up with laughter. I'll see you in Nebraska and then Tampa and then Arlington, Virginia. Peace.